Hello and welcome to the We Are MCBS podcast. Today is Friday, February 16th, 2018. And this is the sixth episode in a week-long series of student-run episodes focused on Full Sail's Hall of Fame 9. Hello, I am Kevin Drake of Pod Squad. And I am General Mestica. And I am Tasia Turner. How are you guys doing? I'm doing great. I've had a, I have had a great week so far. It's been amazing. I am doing fantastic. I'm so happy to hear that, Jenner. Thanks. Yeah, you guys been enjoying Hall of Fame? No, Hall of Fame has been amazing. Ever like the beginning of it all the way till now, it's just been amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I like dancing alone in the in the silent disco. I didn't get to try that, but I wanted to. But it looked like it was a lot of fun. It's a great like reminder so on Valentine's Day too. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's been really hot outside too this week. No, not really. Yes, it has. <laughs> For instance, I told Jenner on Monday, I almost passed out trying to go to the Career Expo. No one cares. It's not that we don't care. I'm trying to figure out what were you doing all day? Um, I was in the heat and then I was waiting to go inside in the shade, but I like slowly felt my body shutting down and I was like, oh my God. Oh, this you weren't hydrated enough? No. And I was like, this is how it ends. And like, <laughs> finally though, I got into some air conditioning and it's I got some water. It's like death. It's so close. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't good at all but um, so so what'd you guys do yesterday uh yesterday uh actually there was a lot of things that were going on uh most of it was, it was towards the end um they had this game of thrones panel to where the, it was from la to ireland and beyond so basically uh, they were going over how they started out in la with the first couple of seasons making game of thrones putting the marketing out for it and then m transitioning over to on location sets with Ireland, having these uh, great landscapes actually be depicted instead of it being like green screen and then building the actual sets, they actually uh, were on site. And so seeing how they've gone from being lesser known by just with the books and turning it into a full fledged series that has is now world world renowned is just mind blowing. You see, yeah, that sounds really cool because that's like the dream job, being able to start off from something small, and then you have all the green screens, and then you you get the ability to make your work so popular that you can travel the world with it, and you get to see so many different things and so many different cultures just because of the the work that you're putting into it. Right, and especially with going over there as well, uh, already having that standpoint of having the show started. When you go over there, you actually get the local uh, people. They want to join in. They want to be like in the background. They want to help out because they know the show. And so you don't really have to go scrounging around looking for people that actually come and help and be a part of this fantastic thing. You already have people that are right there. They're just like, yeah, we'll be a part of it, you know. Yeah. What about what about you, T-Pain? Tay, what you got going? Um, well, first, I've been eating at food trucks all week, and my bank statement is like, crippled right now uh but i feel you on that one there one um one food truck that i really like was the florida juice company i think i've tried like three different juices from there um so shout out to stefan the worker there because mm -hmm. i think he knows me now i'm becoming a regular um but yeah i went to that and then i don't know if you guys tried like the korean taco box no 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 i didn't no. try that one out okay well it's like quick korean food but it was like teriyaki chicken and oh, like you're gonna little make me hungry. rice balls and stuff and then they even give you like a side salad Ooh, ooh. 
with like ginger like, sauce. Like, we'll give you, you're gonna have all this meat and everything, but here's here's the side salad. Yeah, I got handed the basket <laughs> and it was just so much. But um, other than that, there was a panel with um, graduate Josh Goodwin, who has his own music company, and he was a recording art student here. And he talks about life after full sale. So he goes into like, what do you expect, like the day after graduation, or a month after, or a year after, and how it's normal to kind of be confused, but also how to like prep yourself to you know be successful so you're not in that what now phase when you do graduate so yeah right i i mean josh goodwin when he's talking about that most people can't relate because some people that have that are at full sale they are a bit older they've already gone through uh colleges beforehand so Mm -hmm. after they graduate with that experience they can relate to that but then when you have students like us that are still in and getting through our first degree having that knowledge and knowing what to kind of expect when we get out on our own, whether it be having a job lined up and ready to go or having to graduate and go out of our way to find a job along with somewhere to actually be at in the world to actually have that job instead of just going out of college, staying in the town you're in and looking for work there when you can go out and travel as well to find your dream job or a job that you would want to start out with. Yeah, because some of your best opportunities are not where you're comfortable at. Like, you got to get out of your comfort zone, like, after you graduate. Exactly, because if you're just comfortable, it, that's easy. Being uncomfortable, that's the hard part. And when you can go out and transition and put yourself in that environment to where you can train your body and yourself to be like, I can go anywhere now and I can prove myself with anyone instead of just being in the local area of where you're from or where you went to college at, that mm-hmm. atmosphere is fine. But say you go to like Chicago or Atlanta or all the way into Hollywood, if you haven't been to those places or you haven't like lived there, you don't really have a feel of how it's gonna treat you. So when you actually put yourself in that situation to where you can build, grow and start your life somewhere like that, it puts a pressure on you to perform better along with uh, making sure that you're not heated under the pressure. Right. So speaking about after graduating, our inductees, <laughs> our red carpet, our ceremony, what did you guys think about it? It was awesome. It was amazing. I loved it. I loved it. I love when there's a camera because I'm forever posing and I'm always ready. I'm on the go. But I thought Me it too. was really amazing um, and inspiring with all the inductees and, you know, because they all were here like us, like they were students here and they all have done amazing things in their careers after graduating. And it's really inspiring when you can see people um, like receive this accomplishment and, you know, it's humbling for them. But again, at the same time, inspiring for other students who are getting ready to graduate, our students who just started, our future students who, you know, maybe will catch a clip or something. Right. And the one thing about the red carpet event that we have here at Full Sail for Hall of Fame is really unique in its own way because since we aren't a traditional college, we are different in a lot of different ways because you have the regular colleges like, say, UCF or uh, UF. They don't have this type of event. They don't have a red carpet ceremony for mm-hmm. a Hall of Fame type thing. You get like a class ring when you're over there, but and when you get inducted to the Hall of Fame there, like you're just an alumni inductee. When you're here and you're part of the Hall of Fame, you're inducted forever, and you're a mainstay of what this school is and how this school has performed over the years, and that's where the uniqueness and having a red carpet event where it feels like you're at the Grammys, you're at the Emmys, or you're having a big movie premiere. It's something that 
you witness once every year, but not everyone gets to f- witness it. All right. And, you know, after the Grammys, after all these events that you normally like would have when you celebrate these things, who can who can forget the parties? Are you guys hyped about the student after party? Yeah, because I love dancing and I love food and dancing with strangers, I guess. <laughs> it's one of those things where you know, <laughs> the certain songs that come on, I'll be on the dance floor no matter what because I can drop it with the best of them and give people a run for their money. <laughs> I think it's also cool because like with student after parties, like faculty is there. Um, there might be Hall of Famers there too. And you know, it's a good time not to be like, oh, like try to like to have fun. Not so much like, yeah, always network and things like that. But it's always funny if you can bust a move with like one of your instructors or something like it's hilarious. So exactly because being here with our teachers and being able to connect and make those friendships, it's really good and really unique because any other college, your professor's probably going to walk out after the five first five minutes of lecture and be like, okay, do your homework, do your test. I'll be back in like 10. <laughs> and then you awkwardly like run into them at the grocery store. And they're just like, no, we're not in school. Don't talk to me. Right? But, but when you're here at Full Sail, you meet them in, out in public. They're just like, get your homework done, huh? Did you want to grab a bite to eat? Oh, I w- okay. I wasn't expecting that part. The homework part, all the way. Food, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, before we move on, shout out to all the inductees that did get inducted yesterday for Hall of Fame 9. You had Bob Cohen, Brett Novak, uh, Fernando Delgado, Grant Shankweiler, Sheena Fowler, and Tremaine Williams. So congratulations to them. It's amazing. Definitely. I mean, this is Hall of Fame 9. So since this is the ninth annual, they're part of the first 10 inaugural Hall of Fames. Having being a part of the first 10 is really something special because they're the first few that have made it and done great things in the industries here for Full Sail. Speaking of big, big events like the Grammys, you know, there's always uh, the after parties. What did you guys think about it? <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, going to this after party, I mean, this is my first Hall of Fame. So being there, I'm just I'm expecting a lot of students just to see a bunch of weird dancing out of nowhere, drinks, food, everything, just just to uh, be there with uh, your fellow students. But when when you see faculty there, members dancing, I, I think that 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 was the one thing that caught me off guard. Yeah, did, pre- I'm, I'm did you sure. see? Uh, did you see Jason? Yeah, I saw he Jason went, doing the down. disco. No, I when he his <laughs> entrance was the best thing ever. I saw him go down a half pipe on a scooter. He did a triple backflip and then oh, he did a wow. head spin right after. What? Amazing. Jason getting down with it. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Very elegant. You saw Pete moonwalking, giving tribute to Michael, right? Mm-hmm. Like th- this was crazy. Like it was like the best time of my I've life. I've never seen such grace. Perfect time because we're in the Olympics right now too. They might as well have joined. Exactly. He could have beat Sean White in the half pipe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so speaking of Hall of Famers, we will be talking about Tremaine Williams today. Watching him speak last night was uh, that was a treat for sure. He was um, inducted into our Hall of Fame because he worked with artists like Usher, Janet Jackson, 50 Cent, Boys to Men. And uh, he also did a lot of the music for Keeping Up with the Kardashians and MTV's Real World. Do you guys watch those shows at all? No. I, I, um, keeping up with the Kardashians is probably a guilty pleasure of mine. You want to tell me why, though? <laughs> because it's so interesting to see them sit at like a table with just a bowl of fruit and just talk about nothing. So that's when I go and watch Big Brother because that's more interesting. I don't, I don't know. The Kardashians are pretty interesting. And because they have like so much money, they can just like do whatever. 
And I'm like, I wish I could do that. You know, I wish I could just make work hard, make the money. You'll be able to. I don't I don't think it's that easy, but nothing's ever easy. Oh, my gosh. Okay. (laughs) Realism. But yeah. All right. Let's let's not forget that he also worked with Bruno Mars himself. Like Bruno Mars is one of the top rated artists for the past. What about three or four years now? I think longer. Longer than that? I mean, mean, he's been there forever. He's he was writing people's songs before he like blew up himself. That it, oh okay that part I didn't know I've only known him by his music I didn't yeah. know that yeah. he wrote for other people as well yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't question Tay she loves she loves her some Bruno yeah he's like one of the five like imaginary celebrity husbands I have in my head so <laughs> definitely no, that's f- five that's my boo okay then. <laughs> she's got a list of fantasy husbands alrighty then yes but a fun fact about Tremaine Williams fun fact time um. <laughs> He actually made a deal with his uncle that when he graduated, that he uh, his uncle was going to pay for six months of rent anywhere he wanted to live. And so he decided to go to California, and that's where he was able to get his start off. Like, I think that's such a cool thing. Like, I-, I wish I had an uncle that would do that for me. If I'm that uncle, I don't do that deal because I know he's going to graduate, and I know he's going to choose somewhere outrageous. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if he was like, maybe the deal with his uncle, his uncle was like, you know, you're probably going to go somewhere and do, like, amazing things, so I'll just help you out by You know what I mean? I don't think he would do it just off the rip. Like, well, right. Right. He, uh, th- he chose California not only because it's a great place for the industry. He, uh, he did a lot of research into internships and where he wanted to be, and he was able to actually secure an internship spot a week before he graduated. Nice. That's, so. like, that's, like, one of my goals. I always say that. I always say I want to, like, secure – the bag aka a job before i graduate that's not even a goal of mine that's an a reality of expectation that i have for myself before i graduate to have something either already going or to have it solidified to where when i graduate i can just go and start it yeah it's like a solid message to have for the rest of the students that haven't graduated yet to like just start applying now or start looking now for things that you want to do so that's like gratifying to see them do that exactly because if you don't have something solidified now it's going to be a little bit of a tougher time to get it while you're outside of school because you have so many connections here and that so many of the faculty can help you in ways that most people don't that if when you go out you might not have that at your uh, disposal when you're out there also um i saw tremaine williams around campus and i actually said hello Mm -hmm. and i even got a picture with him um but one thing that threw me off was like how super tall he is did you guys see how tall he is? No. How how tall is he? He's approximately six seven. Jesus. He's six <laughs> inches taller than me. But he's very nice. Like you might think it's intimidating if you like, you know, when you walk up to like a taller person. But yeah. See, when I'm used to walking up to a tall person, I just have to look up a little bit. But with Tremaine being six seven, I'm be like, how you doing? Yeah, head to the sky. But yeah. Exactly. But uh, I believe that's gonna do it for us today. So, this is the We Are MCBS podcast, and we hope you had a great Hall of Fame and a great week. We leave you with several interviews that were recorded yesterday, and this is the last student-run episode for the Hall of Fame 9 season. And next Wednesday, we'll be handing it back over to Pete and Jason every Wednesday at 10 a.m. for new episodes on a regular schedule. 
I've had a great week of Hall of Fame, and I hope you all have too. I've been Kevin Drake. I'm General Mestica. And I'm Tasia Turner. And we are Pod Squad signing off. <coughs> Hello, I am Drew Cohen, and I'm here with uh, Mariel Alpina and Nathaniel Martin. And I'm here to talk about Hall of Fame Day 1. Today is Monday, February 12th. So, guys, what have you been up to today? Um, you know, just been helping out, uh, set up panels and stuff. Uh, today I'm going to be a jib operator for uh, Spark uh, student event crew, making sure we uh, have these panels and interviews well recorded and look really nice for online students and uh, anyone who's not able to make it to campus today. What wow. panels are you guys setting up for? Uh, we're setting up for the orchestration panel. Yeah. It's uh, with, uh, I'm not sure what his last name is, but it's uh, David Rosenthal. Mm -hmm. Yep, uh, it's going to be a pretty pretty packed uh, venue. It's in the uh, auditorium in Full Sail Building 3, uh, uh, Auditorium 106, and uh, a lot of... Uh, he has a lot of experience with Broadway shows, working with Bruce Springsteen, so it should be really exciting, and I bet we'll have a lot of music pro kids uh, in there and trying to get um, experience and understanding the industry a bit more. Awesome. Have you guys been to any events today by yourselves? I have not yet, but I am looking forward to a lot of uh, events later in the week, especially the licensing panel that they're going to have later uh, this week. On my way here, I uh, checked out some of the uh, the art wall and then the SCA uh, club event. Uh, it looks like there was a lot of cool stuff with a lot of uh, clubs on campus I hadn't even heard of before. So that was a nice little uh, panel to swing by on my way to uh, this event. How would you like the art wall? The art wall is pretty impressive, and I think it's going to continue to have stuff added to it as the week goes on. So that's going to be real exciting to see how it develops and matures over uh, the five-day Hall of Fame. Awesome. Are you guys looking forward to anything in the later coming in the week? Yeah, I'm looking forward to the licensing panel. You know, uh, I don't know much about it, so I think it'll be a great learning opportunity. Um, I'm also very interested in the life after full sale with Sebastian uh, Kreese. You know, I'm really excited to learn what happens, you know, after school, what we could do, you know. I'm really looking forward to just getting more experience as a camera operator for these live events and, uh, you know, recording good f footage for online students to also feel involved with Hall of Fame and the uh, campus as a whole. Wonderful. Well, thank you guys for your time, and I hope you enjoy your time at Full Sail Hall of Fame. Happy Hall of Fame week. This is Tasia Turner reporting live. I'm in the center of all the amazing food trucks and arcade games and a very loud stage. And I am here with... Safwan from Florida Juice Company. Phil Washington. And... Nikki, and I'm a film major. All right, so Safwan, can you tell me a little bit about Florida Juice Company? Yeah, we serve 100% natural juice all from Florida. Everything's fresh, everything's from here. And uh, we got great flavors, strawberry lemonade. We got pineapple and orange and mango, all sorts of good stuff. So just come on by and give us a try. All right, can you tell me what your favorite juice is? I got to say mine is called Pimpin'. It's got strawberry lemonade, orange. Oh, was that yours too? I'm sorry. Well, you know what? I'm going to lie. My favorite is strawberry lemonade because that's my second favorite, to be okay. honest. All right. Nikki, tell me about Pimpin'. <laughs> I got the Pimpin' and it's really great. I think it's orange, strawberry, pineapple, then mango. Yep. It is delicious. It's so refreshing. We top it off with that fresh fruit on top of the cup, so it's like great from both ends. Okay, awesome. And Phil, did you try anything from the Florida Juice Company today. The Pin Pin juice, it was delicious. With the heat that was going on today, it was definitely the most refreshing thing that you could have bought out here. And Phil said he ate at the Peru Power Truck today. Phil, can you tell me about what you ate today? Uh, today I had the ceviche burger. It came with a fried egg. 
chopped up hot dogs, oh, wow. hamburger, cheese, and potato stick thingies. Is that your first time having that? In that order, yeah. <laughs> was it at least good? It was delicious, so it, it was definitely worth uh, maybe just a little too hot for what was going on today, but other than that, it was great. Well, that's good. Um, what are you looking forward to this week at Hall of Fame? Uh, the laser... Um, seminar that they're having tomorrow along with the tech expo all right well thank you so much for talking to me and i hope you have a good hall of fame week so well, there you have it florida juice company and the peru power truck is where it is at but there are so many more amazing food trucks that will be coming in and out of the full so lot during this week make sure you come check them out special thank you to stefan nikki and phil for talking to me about their experience today and thank you for listening this is tasia turner signing off